House Republicans voted to formalize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, December 14th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. On this vote, the yeas are 221 and the nays are 212. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. No Democrats voted to support the move to formally approve the impeachment inquiry yesterday. And House Republicans haven't said what alleged high crimes and misdemeanors they would try to impeach Biden for. They also haven't provided evidence that the president benefited financially from his son Hunter's foreign business deals. Yesterday, Hunter Biden defied a House subpoena to testify behind closed doors. He spoke to members of the media in front of the Capitol instead. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. The impeachment inquiry was launched without a vote in September by Representative Kevin McCarthy before he was ousted as House Speaker. Republicans have said the move to formally authorize it will put them on stronger legal footing, but it's unclear whether Republicans would have the votes or the political will to actually impeach the president. At number two, the Supreme Court will hear a case involving access to a key abortion drug. The drug is called Mifepristone. It's a pill that's used in more than half of U.S. abortions and was first approved by the FDA more than 20 years ago. But a lower court has said that the FDA did not follow proper procedures when it began loosening regulations for obtaining the drug. The court said yesterday that it should decide by the end of June whether to restrict it. This means that the polarizing issue of reproductive rights is returning to the high court for the first time since its conservative majority overturned Roe v. Wade last year. President Biden met with the relatives of American hostages held by Hamas. That's story number three. It was Biden's first in-person meeting with the hostages' families. He met with them at the White House for over two hours. At least eight Americans remain in captivity in the Gaza Strip since Hamas's attack on southern Israel in October. Jonathan Dekel Chen, the father of a hostage, spoke outside the White House after the meeting. It was a terrific, terrific meeting and conversation. I think we all came away feeling that as uh, families of hostages, uh, of American-Israeli hostages, which are eight out of a total of 138 hostages, we felt that, and we felt before, and we were only reinforced in seeing and believing that we could have no better friend uh, in Washington or in the White House than President Biden himself and his administration. Meanwhile, widely shared images from Gaza of Palestinian men detained by Israeli soldiers and stripped to their underwear have drawn condemnation. A State Department official called the images deeply disturbing. Ohio legislators passed a ban on gender-affirming care for minors. That is story number four. The Republican-sponsored bill passed yesterday largely along party lines. It prohibits hormone therapy, puberty blockers, and gender reassignment surgery for people under 18. 
It also bans transgender girls from playing on sports teams designed for women in high school and college. Now the bill goes to the state's Republican governor, who has not said if he'll sign it. But Republicans have a supermajority in the legislature, and they could probably override any veto. If it's signed into law, the bill's effects would cross state lines. More than 20 other states have similar bans. So transgender youths who have been traveling to Ohio for care may soon have to seek other options. At number five, Tesla recalled more than 2 million cars over safety concerns. After more than two years of investigation, U.S. safety regulators determined that the car's autopilot systems do not have enough controls to prevent misuse. The problem is that Tesla drivers are able to engage autopilot on roads where it can't reliably operate, like those with cross traffic. And this can sometimes have deadly consequences. Data shows that crashes involving Tesla in autopilot mode have surged over the past four years. Tesla will send a software update to fix the issue. Check our site for more on what you should do if your car is affected. The Dow Jones Industrial Average hit an all-time high yesterday. That's number six. The Dow closed above 37,000 for the first time. That surpassed a record it set in January of 2022. It was up more than 500 points, or 1.4% for the day. The milestone came after the Federal Reserve decided to leave interest rates unchanged for the third straight time yesterday. That raised the expectation that the Fed might lower rates in 2024. And it signals new optimism that the economy is cooling just enough to bring down inflation without triggering a recession. Have you seen the IKEA turkey-sized meatball? Number seven. It's a turkey-sized IKEA meatball. Why not have a ball this Christmas? IKEA is giving away massive turkey-sized meatballs in the UK. For context here, I checked the photo that's in our newsletter. You can click the link in our show notes to see it. So IKEA, the Swedish furniture store, is of course known for its cult favorite cafeteria meatballs, which are normal-sized. But this big one can feed up to 25 people. At least that's what the company is saying. So why are they doing this? IKEA is holding a holiday contest. They'll give away 30 of the meaty orbs and 30 veggie options. But if you don't win, just make your own IKEA meatballs at home. We have a recipe linked up in today's newsletter. For normal size ones, of course. All right, you're all caught up. But before you go, I wanted to remind you that if you're a Washington Post subscriber, your subscription comes with ad-free audio and Apple Podcasts. So be sure to find the Washington Post channel in Apple Podcasts and connect your Post subscription. Then stay tuned for more subscriber-only audio benefits, like exclusive and early access episodes. If you're not a Post subscriber, this is a great time to start. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts by looking for the Washington Post channel or through the link in our show notes. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. 